Trying to decide whether that new game is worth your $60? Or maybe you're just wondering if an old game is worth your time. Well, you came to the right place. This is the only podcast that tries to answer the question. Should I buy it, though? Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Should I Buy It, Though? I'm Giancarlo Herrera, the most bearded reviewer. I'm Nick. It's a pedestrian Nick, not a superhero Nick, just a Nick. TJ Barry, the best Avenger. You decide which one that is. I'm Amanda Facosta, and I totally forgot that we do this for the intro. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, I, yeah, dude, Captain America, like, that's just it. I'm Miss Captain America. That's it. Uh, My name is Nick, and I'm a recovering Avengers fan. (laughs) Hi, Nick. (laughs) I and know. this week, it's Nicholas Palazzo's birthday. Hey. hey. As of the date of recording. Uh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it is also, uh, we are also reviewing Avengers, by the way. Yes. In case you didn't put that together. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, this is, uh, oh boy, this, I have a feeling there are going to be some strong opinions about this game. Oh so. boy. Indeed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's get started, guys. Where, where do we want to begin? I would love to have the floor real quick and oh, just please. open up. Yes. <laughs> I just want to open up with the question, uh, how did the game run for everybody? <laughs> and I will start. I'll totally start. Uh, the game didn't run for me. <laughs> so I got it for the PC and I was actually, you know what? I don't care. The reviews I know were not great, but I was really, really excited to play the game and... It was fine at the beginning. Everything was fine, like, during the cutscene. And then you actually start to play, or you actually try to try to play, and it just was not... My computer was not having it. It was awful. It was laggy, and then eventually Thor was in black and white while Kamala was in color, and then vice versa. And then Captain America was in black and white. I'm like, I can't meet Captain America like this. That's just not... But whatever. <laughs> um, so long story short, the game just didn't run for me and i got my refund so (laughs) yep there's that (laughs) i'd like to jump on that real quick because it was maybe the most upsetting thing about the game for me because i also bought it on pc amanda was supposed to be streaming it uh go check us out twitch.tv slash whimsic productions but amanda was supposed (laughs) to be streaming it and i was on stream with her so that we could try some of the missions together in the multiplayer mode because clearly this game was built for multiplayer first but we'll get there um and so i was excited i had it on pc and amanda had way more issues than i did uh like you know certain characters being black and white like things just not running like literally we were playing simultaneously and her cutscene was lagging behind mine by minutes but despite that we then run into the problem of my game just started crashing altogether. We gave up on her streaming it. I went to stream it. And every few minutes, the game would just force crash. Uh, and so eventually, yeah, I had to refund it as well. Not to mention, uh, we'll get into controls and stuff, but it, you can also very much tell that this game was designed for uh, console first. But I ended up getting it on PlayStation, streaming it from there, playing the game on PlayStation. And even on PlayStation, which I think of all the systems, it was probably developed for PlayStation first and foremost for several reasons. But uh, this game badly needs an exterminator because it is full of bugs i ran into all manner like you know not fortunately nothing game breaking on playstation um but it wasn't like noticeable things where 
Uh, the game would slow down to a crawl when there was too much going on on screen. Uh, things like sometimes a character would pick up an item and put it away, but the item would remain on like the the table that it was on and then just disappear after the fact. Oh my um, God. So, <laughs> little things like that that you're like, what are you guys doing? Uh, but at least it was playable. So I'll give it that. <laughs> Um, but especially I, my big display disclaimer up front is for PC players and it pisses me off because I don't pay for PlayStation plus and I was not going to buy it for this game. Uh, but you can tell that this game would have been a lot more fun with a buddy. And I was really looking forward to playing it with Amanda. And in the event that it was good and it was a should buy, maybe playing it with my brothers after the fact on PC, but because it's unplayable, I would say if you are a PC player, Steer clear of this game straight up. Yeah. Even if you have a high-end rig, if you have a 2080 Ti, sometimes it runs smooth. And I will say that, like, certain, you know, on certain rigs, like, it looks great, at least at times. But I've read, you know, on Reddit and stuff like that, people with top-of-the-line rigs still running into issues that make it unplayable. So I'd say it's just it's too much of a gamble for PC players, right up So that's a common thing for PC players with this game. I wasn't sure if it was just you two got unlucky or if everyone's experiencing those issues. A lot of people are experiencing it. It's varied, but yeah, it's, it's common enough for me to say that don't take the gamble. Or if you do, you know, play the first two hours, but again, you never know when these issues are going to pop up. So mm. I would say steer clear. This game... <laughs> It is unfinished. And don't get me wrong. There's a lot of games that are messy and unfinished technically, but this is particularly egregious because it is a triple A game, whatever the fuck that means. It is a Square Enix title, which they're, they've made Final Fantasy games. They made the Tomb Raider games. They made all these wonderful games that they, they have, uh, what do you call it? A standing in, in um, in gaming. They, they should make good games and, it's an Avengers game. You know people are going to buy this. They're going to eat it up. Like, your game should not be this messy. And I want to talk about, first and foremost, the frame rate. Oh, my God. The frame rate's ridiculous. Now, when I played the beta on stream, it I'm not kidding you. It dropped to, like, five frames per second. It was unplayable. When the full game came out, it was a little bit better. Well, only a little bit. It would struggle to hit 30 sometimes, especially when there was like a ton of enemies on screen. I don't know if you guys had frame rate issues or not, but... I don't think it ever became unplayable, but yeah, it dropped a lot, especially because this game loves its particle effects. Yeah, and and they're messy particle effects sometimes too, like just explosions everywhere. It was ridiculous, and textures would pop in constantly, and um, in the beta... It was in the full game, too, but there was a camera shake that went on, and I think they didn't let you turn that option off because they wanted to hide a lot of the egregious um, texture pops and frame rate issues. They're trying to distract you from what's really going on with their game. Uh, luckily, when the full game out, that full game came out, they allowed you to turn that off, but like, there's just there's so many technical issues. It's ridiculous. It's an unfinished product. The game is glitchy as fuck. And I think yeah. they highly underestimated how much power it takes to run it. Because even... I mean, like, I saw some streamers run it on their PCs, which is fine. But there were a lot of people who were having problems on PC in general. And then, like, even on my PlayStation, where, like, I don't have a PS Pro, but my PS4 is relatively new. That shit was running, like, a fucking jet engine every time <laughs> I run the game. Like, the fan is just going. 
Like, you can definitely tell that that gang takes a lot of power. And I don't think they took that into consideration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's tech. That's the technical don't run good. Don't run good. <laughs> well, it depends. Because I didn't, I didn't run into too many problems with, like, frame rates and stuff. Although, I, it's just, it's glitchy. Like, at one point, I was playing multiplayer. And, like, in the middle of it, it, like, sent me to outer space. And, like, I was just watching them play the game from space. Like, I don't know how it worked. And then, like, one mission I was running, and, like, I had Hulk as a partner. And then there are some enemies that can, like, turn invisible and shit. So I thought it was an enemy. It was just Hulk with his float. He was invisible, but had his hair still there. So he was just, like, (laughs) fucking up enemies, but invisible. It was kind of funny, but I was just like, all right, cool. That's funny. (laughs) I got really lucky uh, as far as the, the technical issues went, where everything that I encountered was just like, oh, look, that's unfinished in the sense of like, look at that really bad low-res texture because it can't handle loading all of this in at once. Or like I said, the item moving around and stuff like that. But I actually didn't really encounter anything that affected my gameplay. So to its credit, uh, my gameplay experience at least was relatively smooth. Frame drops was the closest I came to anything making it unplayable. But even then, like, by because of the nature of combat, like... As it never crawled to a straight up standstill, so it was still playable at all times. Uh, I did run into one time I got stuck at a loading screen and I had to quit the game and I had to end a stream early because it was oh, just not the loading good. screen's a whole nother mess. I don't know if we'll yeah. get to that eventually, but loading screens everywhere they were long. Um, and the the last thing I'm going to bring up is that whoever the subtitle editor is, who is whoever was in charge of that, needs to get oh, fired because yeah. they never matched up with what the characters were saying, like ever. The subtitles were messy, Ridiculous. and I also I wasn't sure if it was uh, if it was a decision to try and make it more comic booky by leaving some of the like the script the narration kind of part oh of yeah she not. smiles in the latin narration there's <laughs> yeah. like thor's leaving leaving sounds so just like, <laughs> like I, at first i thought i was like you know what maybe it's kind of comic booky and it could be i'm not sure but it could also just be like they took straight up the actor scripts and just put them in the game i mean i always figured that was for like people who are maybe like deaf it could it very well could be it didn't maybe. bother me but i did think it was interesting that it would say like kamala releases an effort as opposed to saying like kamala grunts or something like that because an effort is really something i think that you would really only use for an actor not necessarily to convey to a player how does one release an effort <laughs> you fart <laughs> anyway You're, we're all actors we should be able to answer that shouldn't we well yeah well in, in voice acting that's what they call any sort of grunts or fighting noises you do an mm. effort session and it's just you sitting in the booth going huh, 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 and you know that Amazing. kind of stuff uh, I know it's incredible. I'm incredible. But anyway, <laughs> uh, I do before we move on from from the tech stuff, though, I just want to kind of preface this with saying that, like, this game was fighting an uphill battle with me from the very beginning. And I want to be upfront about that because I know we're going to talk about it in a second. But the extraordinarily bad business practices that they put into this game immediately turned me off to the point where I didn't even want to buy the game because I didn't want to give them the money. But I wanted to do the episode because I'm sure, you know, there are people who are genuinely curious. So. While I acknowledge that I had the bias coming in, I did have an open mind and heart to it. And uh, we'll we'll see as we kind of talk about this stuff. But I am almost mad at how much I enjoyed this game. And we'll get into that. But I had a really good time with this game. Not only that point, which is important, but also I think a lot of people, whether you liked it or didn't like it, are going to have an inherent bias just because it's a Marvel property. Sure. 
so I, even from my standpoint, I want you to keep that in mind, whether I extremely hate it or extremely like it. I'm sure you know which one it is. It's purely a big part of it is because it's Marvel, you know? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a huge Marvel fan. Um, but for me, I mean, really, the the big thing was the business practices. I was like, it's unacceptable. Yeah. I mean, literally, you watch like my first episode or two. I think there's one point where I literally went like, shame on you when I saw one of the things in the game. <laughs> um, but again, yeah, I'm surprised at how much I enjoyed the game. Like the game was for for the monumental task it had ahead of it. It did really well. And we'll, we'll talk about that. But yeah, where, where, where do we want to go next? I was going to ask about if there even is um, the story. There is. There is. Story's great. Story's probably the best part of the game. I agree. <laughs> I don't think the story's great. Uh, if you watch like my stream, like it's very predictable. I was able to call, you know, enemy appearances, story beats, like stuff like that. With the exception of like one moment towards the end of the game that I didn't expect. Uh, and even then, I had expected it to happen at some point, but I didn't expect it when it did happen. Everything was pretty predictable. And I want to say that the writing is, while not atrocious, is not good either. It's just passable. There are some really funny moments. I, I, th- the game does some moments of humor really, really well. And then there are some cringe moments, uh, usually from Kamala, but I allow them because it's kind of the character, like the geeking out over it. That So I allow it there. But sometimes like Tony would say something and I'd be like, ooh, come on, dude. But none of the writing or the story, in my opinion, is bad. And I think the actors actually are really good and they elevate it from being just okay to actually being good. Well, here's for me, every good thing I have to say about this game, there's a bad thing that comes along with it too. Sure. I do think the story is the best part of the game, but it's fine. Yeah. Like it, it, it was similar to a Marvel movie almost, but like a B tier Marvel movie. Agreed. Kind of a generic cookie cutter type of story. And I liked it. I do think the character writing was some of the best. Uh, parts of the game i love the relationship between kamala and bruce banner and i just think bruce banner is a fascinating character so him kind of getting the limelight in some places was nice but then on the other side of it you had all these other marvel characters in the game the avengers and they were just kind of throwaways i feel like thor was a nothing character in this game um iron man kind of had his spot but captain america another throwaway black widow throwaway um, and I get your story is mainly about Kamala, but like, it's an Avengers game, like, kind of share the wealth there. You know what I mean? I actually think that all of the relationships were like underbaked and kind of rushed. Uh, I, I just feel sure. like there wasn't enough time because I get that they were really pushing some of the bonds and stuff like that. But for me, I was like, dude, you've known him for 20 seconds. Like, chill is kind of mm-hmm. how it came off to me. I think some of the conflict between the Avengers in the game was some of the best moments in the story. But I will agree that I think they gave, they did an excellent job with Bruce Banner because I'm not going to lie. Like, a lot of the characters that I don't care about as much usually ended up being my favorites. Like, I, I loved Bruce Banner and the Hulk in this game. Um, I, I really, really love them. And normally he's like, I don't dislike him, but he's just kind of whatever for me. Uh, so I really appreciated that. So, yeah, it, it's that weird thing where... It's it's a mixture of it's not great, but somehow it's good enough and I enjoy it is is kind of the running theme with the game. <laughs> I think everybody's like overarching thing is just like like there should have been more story. Like even when you finish it, you're like, wait, that's it. You definitely want more of like their interaction with each other. It's true. You don't get to spend a lot of time with 
a lot of the characters um especially some more than others like you get one character and you literally have him for like a half hour you get yeah. him for like a mission and a half and then it's just like end and of the game. ending comes out of nowhere too yeah they throw a couple of things in there you're just like I, like i don't know where this came from but yeah. it, it doesn't necessarily take away from the game itself you're just kind of like a okay at least the mission is cool kind of yeah. thing the good things that you like about this game are either rushed or they don't give you enough of it but the things that you despise or that suck they give you way too much of it's ah, ah. I, I actually don't know that i agree with that aside from the business stuff i don't know that i encountered really anything in this game that i would say i despised um but one thing i want to talk about really quick when we're talking about stories and performances is obviously the fact that this game obviously wants to have broad mass appeal. And so the thing that it competes with is having uh, a lot of the people who are going to come into this game are probably huge fans of the the MCU first and foremost. And so all, these are established characters with like really, I guess you could say, iconic performances by a lot of actors. Uh, and so there's weird expectations to contend with. And I just want to know how it kind of felt for all of you seeing the different takes on the characters. I will say on my end... I actually bought into pretty much all of them. I thought they were they were good performances. They were different, but I accepted them. The only one that felt off to me was Tony Stark. And it was because mm-hmm. consistently, for some reason, I felt like there were two different voices that were being used for Tony Stark. Some lines, I'd be like, oh, that's Tony. And then other lines, I'd be like, wait, what? what is this voice you dropped into? It's a slight change, but it was enough for me to be like, that's not Tony. It's Nathan Drake is the voice you're thinking of. <laughs> I mean, I guess I've never played any of the Uncharted games, but yeah, the voice just kind of threw me off a little bit. It, it kept fluctuating ever so slightly in a way that I don't think most people would notice, but I don't know why it stood out to me. Yeah, the, the, I'm the same way. Iron Man was the only one where I'm like, this is a knockoff Tony Stark. Yeah. And I was disappointed because I love Nolan North. He's like a great voice actor, but it felt like he kind of just clocked it in and did what he thought an Iron Man would be, I guess. And um, even Laura Bailey as Black Widow felt like a generic, like, eh. I enjoyed kinda- her. She was fine. She didn't really do much for me. Well, she didn't um, have Troy- much in the story. Actually, no. Yeah, also true. She, she, she had some – she had cool uh, um, arcs, but she didn't get to do the cool stuff on screen. Right. But, yeah, the, the, the two characters that the story I thought was about, I thought did a great job. Troy sure. Baker as a uh, – Bruce Banner, and then I don't know the actress's name, but the one that played Kamala, she I thought she did a good job. Annoyed me a little at first, but she grew on me. It's kind of the character shtick. Amanda, as someone who watched the stream, what do you think? I agree with what John was saying. I think the characters developed pretty well, or were introduced pretty well. Yeah. Um, I liked Kamala. I thought she was really cute. I from the be- like from the very beginning of the stream, from the beginning of the game, with that cutscene between her and her dad, I. I was very on board just because I love like relationships between a daughter and a father. I don't know. Like, I don't know. It, ma- it always makes me like, it touches base with me just because like I have, I love my dad and whatever. Um, <laughs> but I thought it, I, I really liked her as a character. I liked her as the main, at least from what I got to play. Yeah, it was pretty cool, but uh, I didn't get to do that very much. But from what I saw of John's stream, I thought, I really actually, I really liked the characters. I thought they were very fun. Um, I agree with Iron Man. I There were points where I heard Paul Rudd, and I obviously it's not <laughs> yeah. Paul Rudd, but he sounded like Paul Rudd, and I was like, that's funny. But I really did like Bruce Banner. The relationship between Banner and Kamala was adorable. 
Yeah. I was on board with that from the beginning. I'd agree with that. And there are fun so. side characters too. Like uh, there's a there's a cool robot with a fun little personality. He gets a cool moment. Oh uh, yeah, when you talk to him in the shops is weird. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, and I like I, it made me like Kamala. Like it brought like it was a little generic, but it brought together like everything that I like about my two favorite superheroes together because it was just like this nerdy kid from like. I mean, she's not really from the hood because Jersey City, but like basically, because <laughs> like my, my favorite characters are Static Shock and uh, Miles Morales, and they're just like two kids of color who are super nerdy, and they end up geeking out over superheroes who get powers and then have to deal with it. So, so I thought that was kind of cool. And I think they did a good job of of kind of doing an origin story without harping on it too much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just wish they showed a little bit more of her, like, trying to grow into her powers. I agree, because you mm. once you start unlocking the rest of the Avengers, like, as you encounter them throughout, and you can kind of pick your team, she doesn't really get any more moments in the limelight until, like, the end of the game. So you kind of, you see her start to come into her own, and then she gets put on the back burner, and then she has to do all this growth during the final sequence of the game. Did anyone feel like we missed, like, 30 minutes of the story between the time she didn't have powers to when she did have powers? Oh, yeah. I had, like, I looked it up, and it was like, oh, it's a five-year gap. And I was like, I wish I knew it was five years later. They they make it pretty clear. I just remember, I like, seeing her. I was like, she was older, but I didn't know it was, like, five years. I thought it was just, like, next year or something. Oh, you mean from the San Francisco scene to when she was older. I just mean from, like, not having powers to having powers. She gets them. I was a little lost at first until the five years things got introduced, and I was like, oh, she got her powers at San Francisco. Oh. Yeah, like, that's where, yeah. like, they introduced that, saying a bunch of people got powers from yeah. the, ter- like, Terra Genesis stuff. Okay. I get it now. I feel like that wasn't explained too well. They definitely didn't explain it. It just happened. Yeah. I I can agree with that. They showed like a clip of like people getting powers from that incident. Uh, You don't necessarily see her like, oh shit. Like you don't get your Spider-Man moment when she's like, oh shit, I have powers. No, you don't get your Spider-Man moment. (laughs) (laughs) Not at all. Just just my last note that I think we would probably all agree on is the I think the big weakness of the game story-wise is that they really should have done individual games first and then brought them together into an Avengers. They yes. they suffered yeah. from the the Justice League movie syndrome where they should have gave everybody their own campaign and then put them together. Exactly. Yeah. Or something yeah. like that. Like the movies would have been great. Villains yeah. 2 is that is now the time to talk about that or will we get into that later? My my big note on villains is that it sucks that they threw all the good villains during the um the beta section. That yeah. first that first opening section. All the cool villains were in there. I didn't play the beta, but now that I know I've played it and I know where what part the beta was, I'm like, oh, they threw these here to get people really hype about the game, and then the rest of the game is mostly generic mechs. Yeah. Which is a little disappointing. The beta section, cool villains. You have um two named characters. I won't spoil it. Yeah. But after that, nothing. Just Robot after robot after robot. Yeah, because I was astounded. I was like, wow, you're throwing this enemy at me in the opening section of the game? What mm-hmm. else do you have planned? Uh, and it turns out there wasn't really anything. It was just mechs. And there's one big villain reveal, but I feel like it was really obvious from the oh, very yeah. beginning. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, it was still like a, it was still cool to see, but... It sucks that there was no way of really keeping it hidden. And it wasn't a secret. They announced that before the game came out. Oh, okay. I didn't know that, but yeah. Yeah. 
Anyway, that's my complaint. <laughs> hey everyone, it's me again with a couple quick and exciting announcements. First off, we want to give a thank you to our patrons Anne Baird and Jerry Benetatos for the continued support. Thank you so much. If you're listening and wondering how you can support the show, please check us out on Patreon where you can get access to exclusive content and support the show. If monthly donations aren't your thing, consider donating to us on Ko-fi where for the price of a cup of coffee, you can help support the show. Or if you still want to support the show but can't really spare a few bucks right now, consider writing us a review on the podcast app of your choice and sharing with your friends. Also, if you enjoy Should I Buy It, though, we think you would really love our other podcast, Dungeons & Drimbus, our actual play D&D podcast, which is hilarious and dramatic and ridiculous. So go check out Dungeons & Drimbus. And last, we are excited to announce our next giveaway. We are going to be giving away a copy of Crash Bandicoot 4, It's About Time, on the platform of your choice. To enter, just look at the description of this episode where you can find links to a tweet and a Reddit post. You can enter on either one, and to enter, all you have to do is leave a comment with the answer to the following question. What iconic character did Crash Bandicoot have a crossover game with on the Game Boy Advance? The links to the Reddit post and the tweet are in the description. All you have to do is open those up and reply with the answer to the question, which iconic character did Crash Bandicoot have a crossover game with on the Game Boy Advance? We'll be picking a winner at random, sending out a code, and announcing it here on the show. Thank you all so much for listening and for your support. That's it from me. I'll let you get back to the rest of the episode. I'm really interested um, because we have a very infamous... Uh, bad boy violation, a triple B, if you will, uh, a triple BV. Uh, <coughs> PlayStation decided that a certain character would only be allowed uh, on their console, mm-hmm. and I believe this hasn't been done since Call of Duty. If you guys can comment and let us know or something, I believe Call of Duty did something similar where only PlayStation people got a certain feature. And that really, I'm curious to see if PlayStation, if you had PlayStation only, that's the only way you could play Spider-Man in this game. Curious just how he fits in the story, if they even put him in the story. (laughs) I cannot comment on Call of Duty, but what I will say is I was furious about that because I wanted to play the game on PC and I was like, but I want Spider-Man, but I was like, screw it, PC. And then I ended up getting on PlayStation. I was like, well, my consolation prize, at least I get Spider-Man. Guess what? Spider-Man ain't in the game yet. Yeah, I mean, the they game. they wow. said he doesn't come out till next year. He's not in the wow. game. Wow. What? They said he doesn't <laughs> get released until 2021. Oh. Wow. He's not no. in the game. And they did not make that clear. They said before the game came out, if you bought the PlayStation version, your bonus is Spider-Man. You get to play as Spider-Man. He's not in the freaking game. And there's no release date yet. We don't know when he's coming out. Wow. That's messed up. That's not right. It's so stupid. That's dirty. I was entering yeah. the final act and I was like, I wonder when they're going to introduce Spider-Man. And TJ <laughs> comments, he's like, no, he's DLC. And I was like, what? Yeah, man. That's what it said. It was just like you get like you can get Spider-Man. Well, the thing is they didn't really announce it. They just confirmed that it would be DLC, but only for PlayStation. You know why? It's to get more money. Well, everything is to get more money. And this this kind of sure. enters the the triple B violation zone that uh that had me so upset with the game. But here's here's the problem, right? I actually think it's better that Spider-Man is not in the game yet and that he is DLC. Because the thing that really infuriated me was the fact that 
the rest, you know, two thirds of your platforms were not going to get the full story because if you just so happen to have PlayStation, all of a sudden you get access to a new character and presumably new sections of the story or a different story, whatever it may be. Turns out that's not the case. So this is actually slightly more consumer friendly, except it's not. Because like with every single decision that they put into the game, they threw every monetization strategy they could into this game. I think they put more time into figuring out how to make money off the game than they did into actually making the game. So the problem is that with every single decision they made that's crappy like this, they did it in a way, kind of like Spider-Man, where I was like, oh, it's a good thing he's not part of the main story because it means that everyone gets the same experience. They did it in a way where everyone will think, oh, that's not that bad. Oh, that's not that bad. Oh, that's not that bad. So that you let it slide. And then over time, it'll just get worse and worse with new games and new developers jumping on this bandwagon until it is that bad, but it's too late because nobody thought to not support it the way that you did with like Battlefront 2 or anything like that. So that's what infuriates me with that. And, and yeah. sh- should we just open fire and start talking about a lot of these decisions? That yes. They they're brilliant. Yeah, yeah. It's just Go not it. bad enough to to take people's money away from them. Like um and they hid it from people too. That's the part I hate. They hid it from people. In the beta, you could you could get costumes and stuff with the in-game tokens that don't cost money, but they had like sections blocked out that you, you couldn't see. There was like long little rectangles. Those are where the microtransactions are. And yeah, okay, it's purely cosmetic. You can only buy it on costumes, but the costumes aren't even worth it. They're reskins. They're, it's just an Iron Man, but like silver and green or something. It's totally, totally worthless. It's stupid. The advertisement costumes. Oh, yeah. The the Verizon (laughs) wireless skins. Are you kidding me? Like games do brand deals. I get that. But this is offensive. Like, come on. I will say that the Verizon Verizon wireless uh, outfit really does look like uh, the suits that they wore in Endgame. Yeah. But still no excuse. I agree with you. I'm just saying that's what it reminded me of. Anyway. (laughs) <laughs> it's really funny, but unfortunately, it has been done before with uh, one of the Street Fighter games. They do that all the time, dude. They're trying to ride on the same wave as like Fortnite and like Fall Guys, where they're just like, "Here are all these costumes that you can unlock in the game for free." The cool, the it's not really cool, but at least you technically don't have to spend money. Um, like, if you want to get no, if you play, if you play the game, if you play the game, they each character has like a like quote unquote fucking um a battle, battle pass, pass where you go oh. you go up to you go you climb up to like level 40 or some shit like that and you get whatever in the game is called credits right and you spend credits to get the costumes the uh microtransaction costumes you can use them to get characters each of them gives you about 1300 if you complete them and then when a new characters come out they'll also have it so you can get more so you technically don't have to spend a dime although they're like the thing about the game is because it's a looter, you're going to have to grind. And they're trying to aim at the car- at the people who don't like to grind and who don't like those kind of games to be like, all right, well, I don't want to have to spend all this time leveling up this character, so I'm just going to spend the $10 to get the new one. Well, that's exactly my point. Because when I heard when I first heard about the the hero cards, which is basically a battle pass, I was under the impression that it was a ten dollar monthly thing uh, to be able to customize every single character, and I was like, "That's atrocious." Turns out that's not the case. It's not that bad because you don't need to buy a battle pass to customize the characters. It's just you can buy tokens to 
unlock the skins and most skins cost about ten dollars or you can grind an obscene amount but it's bad on two fronts first it worsens the gameplay because there's no reason to do that other than greed because one of the most disappointing parts of the game is that you are constantly finding new gear and stuff and it has these cool names and these cool like little designs and stuff but when you equip them they don't show on your character in any way whatsoever nope. and it is done that way so that you are forced to grind and or pay to unlock these little skins when you simply could have done what Spider-Man did, reduce the amount of gear that you're giving, but make all of the unlocks that you're finding meaningful. So it both changes your appearance and gives you the abilities that you're looking for. And that way you are excited to do it. I didn't bother doing side missions or too much looting or anything in this game. I was usually underpowered because it was uninteresting because unlocking the new stuff was not exciting. And so... The, they try to get you excited about the skins so that most likely, hopefully, you're going to go pay for it. And you say, hey, the skins don't matter because it's just visual, it's just whatever. Like, And while I agree with you, again, it's not that bad. And so people are going to let it slide. And on top of that, you run into the social problem of it because this game was clearly designed to be played as multiplayer first and foremost. Pretty much every single mission, you can invite usually about three friends to do a mission with you. And you can all play as different characters and fight together. And I think that that is the optimal way to experience the campaign. I wish I was doing that because it would have been so much more fun. But you run into the Fortnite problem, which at, at the very least, Fortnite is free to play. So like, I guess you can kind of excuse that. But this is a full price single player game. And on top of that, it preys on the same demographic, which is little kids. Like... It sounds ridiculous, but, like, kids literally bully each other, like, over people not having skins. They're like, oh, you're a default. Oh, he's a scrub. He can't afford the battle pad. Like, whatever. Like, stuff like that. Which doesn't sound like a big deal, obviously. But, you know, like, that's not cool. And especially with little kids, like, that's that's a stupid thing to, like, stress little kids over. Especially when you think about, like, you know, what if, like, you literally can't afford that. And you're just trying to have fun and, and your friends are, like, ragging on you for that. And so that's the same people that this is preying on. It's the little kids who are like, oh no, I need to have the skin because Bobby, he has, he has the, he has the, the vintage Captain America. And I wanna, I wanna have the, uh, the Iron Suit Captain America so I could be, you know. It's just, it's not cool. And there's no reason to put it in the game. It doesn't improve anything. It's just yeah, to generate and, revenue. And like TJ said, you have those $10 battle passes for each character. That's on top of the $60 game you just bought. Mm -hmm. So if you add up the six characters and their $10 battle passes, that's $120. That's the price of two games. Not only that, but you got all the DLC characters coming out. That's $10 more, $10 more, $10 more. And to John's point of um the, not the cosmetics, but the upgrades you get that don't appear on your character at all, they're brilliant. They designed that in such a way where you're going to want to go to that store and buy better upgrades for your character. Because even in the main campaign, all the enemies are bullet sponges or mm -hmm. the punch sponges and you die so fast i think they just stole that from borderlands they were just like no one really cares they don't really want to see it as long as you can upgrade and get stronger it's fine. yeah but the way that it's balanced in avengers look at spider-man look at god of war yeah like, the way that's balanced yeah. in avengers 2 is ridiculous no i get it but you also gotta remember those aren't multiplayer games and they need a reason to keep playing if, if you make everything mean if you made them all meaningful then like everybody would have it and they don't want you well, to make have a that. good game that's your reason to keep playing <laughs> you're having fun that's exactly what i was gonna say yeah <laughs> just to be clear that battle pass it's just cosmetic stuff it's not really a battle pass it's like you unlock things as you go 
And so you can fast forward by it's, buying It's a level credits. tree. Yeah. For yes. That yeah. And so for about 10 bucks is usually what it costs to unlock the next skin. Is it just skins? Skins and like little in-game items and stuff like that. But essentially, yeah. Emotes, finishers. But just cosmetics. Yes. It's not pay to win. No. No. When I saw the game, it, it very much like with the looting and collecting gear, trying to put on better gear, reminded me of Destiny. Yes. And again, listeners, you can comment if you think that's what it is. Yeah. Is that what it is pretty much? It's just Destiny PvE. It's a looter, yeah. But looting for what? Like, nothing changes when you loot these items. You get a little stronger, great. But then you're just going into these, like, washed-out wastelands of poor level design and nothingness every single that's time. What des- yeah. That's, that's what, what Destiny, Destiny is. That's what Destiny is. That's what looting games are, bro. You just go and do the same thing over and over, but harder difficulties. But at least with Destiny, I've heard the gunplay is good. And this, like... Ugh. Gunplay is, it's like every other first person shooter. You just shooting a bullet sponge like you have. And if you're not a high enough, le- like the higher level you are, the less time that bullet sponge takes to destroy. But uh, yeah, there's no real level design. You're just going around looking for loot and trying to get the highest gear you can. It's just a, it's a grind. Oh, that's, that's what I was expecting. It's like Borderlands, at least, except Borderlands no, is funny. No, Borderlands, you're getting upgrades to get better to beat the game. Like, there's... Well, you you are technically doing the same thing here. And, and this, now that we're talking about gameplay, I guess we can talk about the two different sections. But essentially, there is, uh, although I personally did not get to experience multiplayer, like, you can see what the missions are without necessarily playing with other people. Uh, and so there are like war zones, which are just generic, like kill a bunch of things, like nothing. This is what we've kind of been talking about for the last few minutes. Um, but for me personally, the draw of this game is the campaign and the campaign can be played with other people. And I'm not going to lie. Like, I think the campaign is actually like decent fun. Would I stick around for another hundred hours doing the same missions over and over online? Absolutely not. But if you have like three friends that want to go through the campaign with you, I could actually see it being like a blast. Yeah, I'm saying the campaign isn't even over once you beat the game. Like there's still like other like things to add into the story. Like literally when you beat the game, you're like 54% completion for campaign. So you can go back and you have to level up to beat him. I don't know that I would go back in and do those missions, but if you really love the game, and again, if you're playing with friends and you're like, oh, wait, hey, we're having fun playing this game, let's keep playing it together, I can see that being an attractive draw. I don't know that people are going to stick around for the endless multiplayer, you know, forever, but I can see people having quite a few hours of fun in this game if you have friends. <laughs> Even then, like, with friends, all you're doing is beating up the same... <laughs> like a collection of enemies it's very repetitive the world design is nothing to cry home about and uh do you guys like pasta like pasta anyone here pasta fans i I like pasta yeah you like pasta you guys like fettuccine alfredo uh i could sure great because the combat in this game whenever you punch someone it's like taking a freaking fettuccine alfredo noodle and slapping it against the enemy like it doesn't (laughs) feel good It, it it's it feels very spongy and I disagree with that. I gotta it's, disagree with that. I think I disagree with you though. <sighs> I actually do think that combat is feels good and is fun. Captain America feels awesome. I enjoyed playing as a Bro, whole. Bro, Black so Widow feels America. good. I'm so surprised. Like she feels so good. And yeah. I didn't I didn't like it, but it was great. I loved it. And like Kamala's my favorite character. She's my most leveled up character. Like yeah, the Hulk though does like no damage, and I wanted that from the game too. I wanted each Avenger to have different stats based on the type of character they were. The Hulk should do more damage and feel like you're 
doing something, but he felt as equally powerful as Kamala. That's because they set it up like the shooters. Like, you literally, they have the four upgradable stats. Like, because there's so much you can upgrade into it. And it plays back into the end, where it's just like, are you a tank? Upgrade your tank stats. Are you a ranged person? Upgrade your shooter stats. Are you the fucking healer? Upgrade your healer things. So they, like, they took away from, like, making them super unique to give them roles. And then you can upgrade the role based on how you want to play. I do think the game suffers from um, feeling the need to balance for no matter what heroes you take on the party, you know, to the missions yeah. because you can swap people in and out. So I do think it does suffer. Again, I don't think the gameplay is excellent, but I do think the gameplay is actually a lot of fun. I actually had a lot of fun in the gameplay. Uh, the the thing that dragged it down for me is, again, they're really pushing that multiplayer because that's where you're going to make yeah. the money because you're going to feel compelled to get the skins so that you look cool with your friends and whatever, all of this stuff. Uh, and so there are a couple of missions, especially the ones where you're holding down zones, where it feels awful oh. by yourself because you, you, know, you have no one to coordinate with and the AI is not particularly useful. But overall, I did enjoy the combat. I thought it was good. I thought they felt unique enough. If, you know, I would have liked more variety. But as far as, like, having fun, I did have fun with the combat. Yeah. The only variety in the characters is with their special moves, which I will admit are cool. Iron Man's Unibeam. Like, I loved all that stuff. But if you really look into it, everyone's got their ranged attack. Everyone's got their throw move. Everyone's got their... You're um, not wrong. Jump and dive. Your square, square, Yeah, literally, they try to balance everybody out so they can technically play any role that they want to play. And then you just customize it how you want. You're not wrong, but I still think it's fun. It is fun. And the flying, for the flying characters, terrible. It's so slow, and it controls poorly. Obviously, like in Iron Man VR, you want more out of Iron Man if you're going to play as that character. You want to fly through the air and feel powerful, but he just feels so slow and pew pew and the the game does feel heavy at points especially at the beginning it actually went away after a while but early on i was like wow this is heavy and again warning for the pc players don't get it on pc like the very first interactive prompt i had was you're playing like a hulk game in an arcade and it felt so weird the button prompts because it's a lot of holding instead of pressing and it's clearly designed for console in mind but even then sometimes i found the holding weird because like i just want to pick something up why are you making me hold the button like just let me press it certain things about the game feel unnaturally sluggish and heavy but I still stand by my point that the actual combat and everything, I think, is actually plenty of fun. You didn't feel boring after a while? Nah. It was so repetitive. I I got beat into the ground a few times when I went into missions underpowered, Um, but I I never felt bored. I was... I was pretty engaged most of the time. Palazzo, do you like Dynasty Warriors games? I've never played them. Those are taking on onslaughts of enemies, right? Yeah. It's basically like they just send a bunch of the same enemy at you over and over. A couple of them you got to hit a little harder. It's basically they took a looter and they combined like a Dynasty Warriors game. Just You should take note because that's what Hyrule Warriors usually yeah. is. Mm, um, okay. And it's just sending the same shit over and over at you. But I guess when this game was announced as an Avengers RPG, I was looking for more of like a a progression, a steady progression like in like a God of War, for example, where you get yeah. new abilities over time and you learn new mechanics and you're constantly learning and perfecting the game. Or in uh, Ghost of Tsushima even was the same thing. You're constantly getting new skills and abilities and like 
um, making yourself better. But in this, it felt like you had everything from the beginning and what you had wasn't interesting. They definitely marketed it wrong. Like if you go to Steam, it's under looter. Like it's not under just like RPG huh. game. It's, it's a looter. Not wrong. They marketed it how they wanted to market it. They're just trying to trick you. Yeah. I certainly don't disagree with anything you're saying, Palazzo, but ultimately I do think it is still a fun game. It's a fun game to play. It's just a lot wrong with it. But I think, you know, the, the biggest weakness of the game is that they threw too much into it. And the reason they threw so much into it was because they're trying to monetize everything. Yeah. That's why there are so many different faction vendors and all the different cosmetics and the, you know, the endless loot, like... If they had focused on just making the game, because I do think that there are people who like cared about what they were making in this game, it, it bleeds through in in quite a few of the sections. Uh, but if you had taken out some of the the corporate monetization and and the, every single little nickel and dime, and you had really refined some of the stuff you made and cut down the systems, it it had the potential to be an excellent game. Um, but it gets weighed down by some of the stuff. Uh, but the core design is still fun. I think. My thing yeah. is, it's fine. I'm not going to say it's immensely fun. It's certainly no Ghost of Tsushima. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's bad gameplay per se. Like, you could get a whole lot worse than what we got. But I think you got a lot of people that are especially harsh on it, like me. And then you also got a lot of Avengers apologists out there because it's an Avengers game if this was any other property any other like first time game i think people will be a lot harder on it because it isn't exceptional in any way people are like this is an avengers game i'm playing as captain america i want to have fun therefore i am having fun but that might not necessarily be the case in some instances sure i could could definitely see that being the case and i'm sure there are plenty of people you know there's always going to be the apologist for it, which always baffles me because I'm like, if if I really love a property, I want it to be the best it can be. I'm more likely to get upset at something they make yeah. than to uh, make up. Ex- but, you know, that's just me. But I, I think I've said what I have to say as far as how I view the game. Yeah. Yeah. I had fun with the game. And aside from <laughs> this group here, this group here, everybody know who has the game and got it is still playing it. So this might be something that we're missing. It lasts a month, I bet you. And that's it. A month and then even Square Enix will quit. They're like, people aren't into this. We're not putting in anything else. Uh, $120 wasted. I bet well, that's John. It. John was saying that with a friend, it'd be more fun. Yeah. Although I would argue that most games are better with a friend anyway. Sure. But because so. you can make your own fun. Well, there's just like so much you can do because like there's the main mission in it and then there's like side shit inside and all this stuff. So just having an extra per- Also, because like if you fucking drop. You drop twice on single player, you're dead. But like with a friend, they can get you back up. And you're like, all right, cool, thank you. So it's like the last chance, second chance kind of thing. What do they call it? Down but not out. Yeah. And then the ten minute loading screen. Yeah. <laughs> it's an exaggeration. It's not that long, but that it's loading long screen is mad long, and it's always the same one. Yeah. Multiple minutes, which sucks when you die. You know, a few times in a row, you're like, oh god. D- Destiny had that too, so <laughs> I'm not surprised. Uh, I guess last thing, because I care, is, but maybe, it's, I'm sure it wasn't that spectacular, but maybe it was the music. Was it the anything music to sneeze at? The music was nope. good, but it wasn't spectacular. Like, I, I don't think I can recall any tracks off the top of my head, but it wasn't bad. Yeah. It, was, it wasn't anything to write home about, but, like, the soundscape is okay. Yeah, like, like it, it, did, it did inspire, like, feelings of, like, oh, this is cool at times, you know? And sound design, or did, like... Of rock fall and there was no noise sometimes, something like that. I like, think there's no so singing. much going on in this game that I couldn't even 
like really yeah. follow specific details of sound design. Most of the time, you're distracted by the sound of robots shooting. The the second I knew the sound design was not up to snuff was the minute you take control of Thor and you hit your hammer on someone. It's like the, <laughs> there's no the, the, no clunk <laughs> was of that the, the Call of Duty hit marker. Yeah, exactly. The Call of Duty <laughs> hit marker noise. <laughs> it, I, I want to clang. I want a Thor's hammer sound, sure. and it wasn't there. Yeah. And the music is generic. And <sighs> I think if you guys have nothing else to add, then I think we could be ready for a vote. I think so, too. In the case of Marvel's Avengers, how do we vote? Palazzo. The birthday <laughs> What Don't do buy think? this game. I'm not even going to joke around and say like, oh, that being said, buy it. Like, fuck this game. Don't. <laughs> there, there, this is. Okay. Oh, I forgot. Here's my bold statement. Like the thing that might be a little, you guys might jump down my throat for. Buy Last of Us 2 before you buy this game. Oh, no. Nah. At least with Last of Us 2, there was a good half of it where I'm like, I'm enjoying this. And then the second half I didn't like. But like all the way through with this one, absolutely not. Like there, it's so predatory and scummy, and like save your money for the Miles Morales game that's coming out this year. Like, there's better superhero to be had very shortly. So, yeah, fuck this game, <laughs> Mr. Barry. I'm gonna say buy it. I had fun. I'm still having fun. I will say you might want to wait until the price is cheaper. It's September holiday season is coming up. It's gonna go on sale. Get it a little cheaper. At sixty dollars, it's kind of steep, but you should play the game. It's like I'm having fun. It's fun as fuck. Um, fuck Palazzo. <laughs> oh man! Happy birthday, dude! <laughs> Happy birthday! <laughs> Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Happy birthday, right. bitch! <laughs> <laughs> so we are currently tied, and it comes down to me. To steal a quote from Nicholas Palazzo, I don't think this game is nearly as bad as Nick is making it out to be. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I actually think the gameplay is a ton of fun. And mind you, it was fighting the biggest uphill battle. I came into this game more pissed off than Palazzo. I, I was furious at this game from the beginning. And it won me over. I had a lot of fun. I think the actors actually did uh, a good job, even though the story is not exceptional. Uh, Overall, and I think especially if you have friends and you're fans of superheroes, I think you could have a great deal of fun in this game. (laughs) But the business practices are fucking unacceptable, and it is absolutely disgusting what they're trying to pull off with this game. So I am begging you, I am begging begging you if you are listening to this listen they're not going to give up on making marvel games okay there's too much money to be had there Uh, spider-man was a success they will make more marvel games do not buy this game under any fucking circumstance it is unacceptable you cannot be supporting these kinds of business practices and even if it's not affecting you right now because you play on playstation and you don't care about all the little cosmetics or anything it will come back to bite you in the ass and i think that people should be boycotting this the way they were boycotting battlefront 2 oh don't do that to my heart again (laughs) i gotta say like i don't think i've ever I i wish people could watch us because the facials in this episode alone were just it was like watching a movie. I, it's so good. <laughs> oh, 
I literally stopped breathing for a second. <laughs> like I saw oh, your face. Man. I was like, oh, he's. Uh-oh. I was gonna explode. Like, what? What are we doing here, guys? Like, what? What are we doing? Are you kidding me? <laughs> no, they 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 should be ashamed, and they did it with a property that I love, which pisses me off. But in the case, oh, wait, uh, Benetatis, you want to do it? Well, Mr. Grumman, well, I'm curious. I'm curious what Amanda would. Oh no! I don't want to. No, I don't want to do this. I don't want it. No. You're not. I mean, your vote doesn't really count. I know I guess. it doesn't count, but I also like. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't get to play enough of the game to even. Yeah, because they ripped the opportunity to play the game away from you. Yeah, yeah, that. But you did watch it, so like, what it, how, does it look fun to you? Like, yeah, no, it definitely did look fun. I there were plenty of times where I was watching John, and I really did actually get genuinely sad because I was really excited to play the game. That be like I. I love superheroes. Look what you did, right. y'all. You see this? Made her cry. You made her cry. It's not the first time. It's fine. Anyway, uh, I re- I love superheroes. I love the idea of playing as a superhero. And it, it just, it's fun. So every time I would watch John stream, I would end up, you know, watching one of the Avengers movies because, you know, I, I could. <laughs> I got Disney+. Plus. I got time. I can do it. But I don't know if it's because I am now on this show and learned a lot from you guys, but yeah, I would say don't buy it because it's... You're saying that because we would say that, but I want to know what you would She's think. learning what good and bad games are, and she recognizes this is a bad game. I don't think that's what she's saying. A casual person who doesn't have a game snob and a, a nerd and a powerful poppy and... <laughs> An, a boomer reviewer to tell them what's going on like just f- like watching it you'd probably want to buy it i i would yeah. no i told i totally would want to buy it that's exactly yeah. i think that's part of the issue though and but they it know is part that. of the issue yeah they're scary. targeting those people that's what they're exactly. doing exactly so they know that so coming from someone who is still technically a casual gamer don't buy this game don't do it they got you they're trying to trick you my dudes and others don't do it. So in the case of Marvel's Avengers, you should not buy it, bro. Thou shalt not buy. That's Thor's hammer or something. That, was that sounded better than in the game. That was better than the game. <laughs> <laughs> Snap this game off the store shelves. Consign it to oblivion locked in the soul stone forever. For it does not deserve your money. What did it cost? Snap this game out of existence. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> nice. Nice job. Uh, isn't this the best birthday present we could have given you, Palazzo? Taking it away uh, yeah. in front of your face and then giving it back. <laughs> a little scary. I thought I'd die there. Yeah, but, you know, we came around in the attention. Hey, hey, I bet you this vote was way scarier than Until Dawn. <laughs> no, you know what I wish was done on my birthday? I wish we did the Fall Guys episode on my birthday because you guys would feel Aww. bad about it today and you would vote yes. I always vote with my conscience. Sorry, not happening. <laughs> uh, you don't know what I'm voting, but... I'm just saying, you ain't going to influence me, boy. Amanda, I'm calling you tomorrow to ask questions about Fall Guys. All right. Just... Why? What? Why? No, don't worry about it. This is an don't Avengers talk review. About if it. you guys want to yeah, listen to uh, Palazzo's eventual uh, Fall Guys review, make sure you're subscribed. But uh, I think that's been it for this week. This has been Should I Buy It, though. We'll talk at you next week. Bye. Goodbye. Happy birthday to uh. you. Happy birthday to you.